Welcome to the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition, a, an energetic edition, an edition full of vim and vigour. <laughs> we are the Grumpy Metalheads. And this is the Grumpy Metalheads podcast. And I'm joined as ever by Shrubs666. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> We're not too bad today. <laughs> Shrubs has had five hours sleep, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> if he's a little bit off, that's why. I slept like yeah. the dead, so I have no such excuse. Shrubs, <laughs> what have you been listening to, my friend? Oh, quite a bit this week. <clears throat> um, in particular, we've been given an advanced copy of the album Bleaching Heat by Row of Ashes. Now, I'm not sure which label's releasing this. I, I saw them on Sunday, and they were absolutely magnificent on Sunday, and they played quite a lot of songs from this album. And uh, what an album it is, too. It's um, exceptionally good. It's kind of in that sort of like Amen Ra, Downfall of Gaia type style, a little bit sort of like a bit faster, a bit heavier in places. So Quite hardcore, more, hardcore, hardcore well. stuff. Yeah. Sorry? Quite hardcore in place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely more of that in it, but it, it, you'll get you get the feel of it when you when you listen to it that you'll you'll hear some of the sort of like early Amen Ryan stuff like that and Oathbreaker in there. And my God, it's a really really good album, really really good. So yeah, it just it, it blew me away. I'm not sure when it's being released. I'm not sure if it's this coming Friday that it's being released. I'm pretty certain it, it is in April. So tell me a little bit about this band. Are they a new band? Uh, they've been around a little while. I couldn't quite find when they started, but they, they I mean, they've been around a few years now. The the main guy, bass player, I, they, they're from down down south. I think they're from Brighton area or something like that anyway. But I know the bass players had got some connection with people up in Leeds anyway. Yeah. So like some quite well-known people that, that are in bands in Leeds or were in bands in Leeds, like uh, Paulie P and people like that. Yeah, so, the earliest release I can find from them is uh, an EP in 2020. So still yeah, a, still a new was, band. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a little bit before that as well. So somewhere when you look on Bandcamp, there's some stuff that's a bit earlier than that, I think. Uh, but like I say, this is really really good. They've released they they had released three three songs from this album prior to this, and they they picked some absolute blinders for it. I think Worcester Man was the first one that came out, and I think the next one was the next away. And then Jerk was the last one. And to be honest, Jerk's one of the one of the best songs on the album anyway. So really, really good. If you like that really sort of like punchy, in-your-face style that, that Amen Ra had early on. I mean, I, I like all their stuff anyway. But if you prefer that earlier stuff, then You're gonna love it's probably less drawn out than Amen Ra are. So um, the songs are all around four to five minutes long. There's a couple of interlude moments in there. <clears throat> which kind of break the album up a little bit quite nicely. But yeah, it, it's like, it's going to punch you in the face several times. And it, it's Excellent. Nice what would you give it out of 10? I've given, what did I give this? I think I gave this like eight and a half, I think. An eight and a half, okay. Yeah, eight and a half out of 10 I gave this one. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it might it might creep up the more I listen to it because we've only had it for about a week, uh, less than a week. So it might creep up a bit more um, the more I get into it and the and the subsequent re-listens because sometimes the re-listens after giving it a break you come back and you hear 
a little bit more out of it. For sure, um, for sure. Um, it might go up more, but eight and a half for only having hold of it for like less than a week. It's it's that's really, really good. That's good for a first album. Okay, what else have we got this week, my friend? Uh, next up on my list is I mentioned this band last week, but listening to it again, I I thought I'd have to give it a bit more than just a, a cursory. Uh, mentioned and it's Rollo Tomasi's Where Myth Becomes Memory yes. uh, from Church Road. Uh, absolutely fantastic album. This is definitely another one that is one of those that where it just keeps coming back to me all the time. And I really, every time I listen to it, I get blown away by it again, as if I'm listening to it to the, for the first time each time. It's It's so, so good. Her vocals, the range that she has from this really soft almost lullaby like vocal style which puts you really really sort of like almost in a massive comfort zone and then she'll just tear your face off you know she'll she'll literally go from one to the other and it, it's fantastic and it and it's done brilliantly all, all the way through the whole album i mean if you like things like svalbard and and employed to serve there's a lot of that sort of stuff going on there's a lot of that post hardcore really really fast aggressive sounds in there almost get verging onto getting into black metal but not quite going that far yeah and um, but the the clean and emotive parts where where they slow it down and her vocals really go clean and and lovely they're fantastic and and it blends so so well i think the earlier albums i didn't quite get that and didn't enjoy that blend because i don't think they quite got it right but this album i think they they they've absolutely nailed it um, yeah, they've been around for a long time as well. Yeah, they? they've been around quite well. I mean, this is like I think their seventh album or something. So they've done they've done a lot, and they've been going since two thousand and five. They're from just down the road in Sheffield. So, but like I say, their their earlier albums, I you know one or two songs I'd really really like. I think this is great, but for some unknown reason, I just couldn't get into the rest of it. This album really really clicked with me and and really made a lot of sense. And and maybe it's because I, I've really got into that style of music quite a lot just lately, and a lot of it is clicking now. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I, for me, it's winning because who cares? When I get into it, I've got into it, and it's and this album's fantastic and well worth giving it a shot. Bang on! What would you give it out of ten? I've given this a nine out of ten. Fuck! This In is the shrub, seven be... to ten out of ten scale. Yeah, well, I don't. I, what's the point in reviewing stuff below seven? <laughs> it means I've not enjoyed it. I so. know, I know, I'm messing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this one, this one again, that still might creep up yet, and and it's highly likely this will be in the top ten, not just in the top ten shortlist that I've got now. Um, this will probably make the top ten because yeah. I keep going back to it. So I need to just throw in a, another recommendation that you mentioned last week, Vega dudes. Uh, oh, the album title's just gone off my head, but Vega Dude's latest uh, release is just amazing. That is there, there, the there, At the End of the Road, I think is the name of the album. That's yep. the one. Just go listen to that if you like black metal. It is amazing. Okay, Shrubs, and next on the list. Don't forget to have a shower afterwards because you'll Indeed. Yeah, oh, I don't, no, I don't shower. I don't believe in washing. Okay, so next. Next, we're going to go to some pretty standard black metal, but done really, really well. And it's from a guy that, that we like. It's The band's called Non Est Deus. The album's Impious. And it's basically the guy from Canon and Fever. But cool. he's doing, instead of doing war-related music and black metal, he's doing like satanic black metal. And the majority of his lyrics, I believe, are in English as well for this, rather than being in German that he does in Canon and Fever. But it sounds like Canon and Fever, Magua and Yuada, that, that kind of ilk of black metal. 
Yeah. Um, so it is a little different from Canonian Fever, but you can definitely hear that it's Canonian Fever in there as well because it's the same guy. Oh, I'm so excited to listen to this. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, there's lots of, I mean, there's there's some really, really great songs on there. One of the ones that out, that stands out for me is Christ Raping Polka. And don't, it doesn't have a polka beat in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which is slightly disappointing because um, <laughs> that would be funny. But Hex and Van is, is another one. Fuck your God, burn it down. I mean, I can list pretty much every song off there. They're all all really, really good. It's not going to blow you away um, because, you know, it's not anything that's completely brand new. You would have heard it in Canonian Phoebe. You would have heard it in Uada. You would have heard it in Mayhem. <clears throat> you know, so he's not he's not doing something completely unique with, with his um, black metal, but he's put it together so, so well. And all the songs feel like they should be there. Um, it doesn't feel like there's any fillers in it. It is just his, another side project. I think he's got he's got two or three side projects along with Conan Fever. I think the guy just likes to do projects. Yeah, just constantly <laughs> creating. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and this is, I mean, this is, and I've only just discovered this, as this band as well because of getting into Conan Fever, but this is their third release. This is their third album. So yeah, I, I thought initially when you said the name that you'd recommended these before, but I think I'm wrong about that. But anyway, I don't think I have. I might have mentioned him passing for something else, but yeah, I might have mentioned it to a to you while we were training or something that I discovered that he's got another band and stuff like that. But I think um, it's more the album artwork that I'm recognizing. But um, it is similar to quite a few out there with that though, that, that sort of like blue and orange. And yeah, I, f- I follow the guy that's done it, I'm sure. But um, I'll find out for the show notes who it is anyway. Anyway, what did you give this one out of 10? Uh, I gave this an eight, eight and a half. Fantastic. I say it wasn't going to blow you, it isn't going to completely blow you away, but you're going to be impressed with how good it is. It's still really, really good. Just not not anything exceptional that's going to push it over that. But it, it, it will sit on the cusp of getting into my top 10 because I, I, again, I keep going back to it and keep enjoying it. Another grower. I love it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What else have we got on the list? Okay, still kind of in the black metal, but we're going to go to a different part of the world. We're going to go over to Indonesia now in a band called Pure Wrath. And the album is Hymn to the Woeful Hearts. This is his third album, so it's another one-man band thing as well. Um, But this is more atmospheric black metal. So if you're into sort of like Sayor, Fen, that sort of stuff, but not with any sort of like real folk influence, but you will get like... uh, Walls in the Throne Room is another one that, that's just literally just come to mind. I was, I was sitting there struggling this morning trying to think who the other who the other bands are that it kind of sounds like and, and people can get into. And Wolves in the Throne Room is probably, probably the next best thing you can get to it. And yeah, he, he's really, really good. Again, I've only just discovered him and he's on his, this is his third release. And again, this is, again, not going to blow you away, but just really, really well done. Production's really, really good. It just, it just seems to hang together and just take you on a journey. All the songs are, are around that sort of like, seven to eight minute mark apart from the last one which is down at about four so and i think there's about seven or eight tracks on the on the entire album so it but none of them feel like they're too long and overstay their welcome at all it just it just flows really really nicely it's really really well done his vocals are great i really liked his vocals i'm excited for this um yeah one man bands here yeah yeah i I think I, i definitely think it's one that you'll really really enjoy I want to go back and check out his, his earlier releases as well, but I, I just haven't done yet. Yeah. Um, it's the same with uh, non-SAS. I want to go and check their earlier ones out as well because I've been impressed with what they've done and they're really, really good. 
both of those albums are, are really, really good. Uh, and again, I think it, it's another one of those where I just, every now and again, I keep going back to it and just put it on and go, ah, yeah, this just, this just feels right. This feels nice. This is, this is a good album. And so it just makes me feel comfortable and really, really nice. This, I mean, the early, early releases this year have been really, really good and really strong. And, and like the last month, it's gone a bit quiet for really, really outstanding releases and looked like everyone rushed everything out at the beginning of the year i'm not not complaining at that but it would have been nice if some of these albums have been spread out a bit <laughs> so you could really probably sit down and get into them but yeah it's fine i keep going back to them so the other releases of late haven't haven't really hooked me as much yeah what um would you give this one out of 10 again i've given this an eight because it, it's really really good and again it might creep up a little bit more i might give it more later on so um, oh, sure. so yeah it's it's just really, really good, well done, atmospheric blackmail in the vein of of the bands that I listed, say, or Wolves in the Throne Room, that sort of stuff. Beautiful. Anything else on the list, or is it time for an essential metal listen? Uh, let's go do uh, an essential listen now. It should be really good. I hope you're all excited after that intro to this. Uh, <laughs> <Shubs. Yeah. laughs> Give me an essential metal listen that everyone uh, is moistened for. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm glad. Let, sit down now and, and brace yourself for this. This oh, album came out in 2006. Whoa. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this band had such a massive influence on so many bands. And a lot of bands will, will definitely, definitely name check this band. And it's Dissection. And I had a choice of three albums and I really, really struggled to choose between the three, but I finally chose it. And it was their last one that they released. And it's Rhine Chaos or Rain Chaos. And it, it's just, it's just so good. This band uh, influence, if you like, Necrophobic, Nagelfar, a band called Dawn, Uada would have been influenced by this. I, I mean, literally, there isn't many black metal bands that won't, won't be able to tell you about Dissection and and how good they were and, and how much of an impact they, they have. They, they definitely were one of the bands. They had a break in the middle because John Nodvet was put in prison for his part in a murder. And then after, not long after this album came out, I believe he committed suicide. Did, so, so this band will not happen again. There will be no more from this band as far as I'm aware. I don't think the other members are going to do anything with it. So, But this band has massive, massive impact and influence on on lots of other bands. I mean, they, they were around for a long time. They started in 1989. So, and like the first two albums, the song Balone and the other one just got out of my head now completely, but they're all from like before he got put in prison. So I think it was like 96 or something. Yep. So yeah, he they they go back that far and they've influenced lots of people. I, I would imagine even people like Emperor have been um, influenced by them. Um, Dimu Borgir will probably name check them as well. Oh, Storm of the Light Bane, Bane is the other album. And yeah, so many of them uh, from the Scandinavian black metal bands definitely were, were massively influenced from, from these guys. And and you can hear it all in their, in their music. You can hear why they influence so many people. In all three albums, you can listen to all three and you can hear you can hear basically where the root of a lot of those other bands' influences come from. Absolutely. Even even up to the newer with Ryan Chaos, there's some black and roll stuff in there. So even stuff like Immortal, well, certainly I and Abbath with that that more black and roll punky edge. That that was a straight out of this album and things like that. That you know, so they were already doing it before everyone else 
even thought it was cool to do it. So they're highly, highly influential in the black metal scene. Like I said, I don't think there's many black metal bands that will tell you that they, they haven't listened to Dissection and didn't get something from it. And that's why this is an essential listen, I think. And I, and I chose this one in particular because I think there's a bit more of a variety of the songs to show the breadth of their influences on people. They're slightly different in styles across the whole thing, but the whole album hangs together still really, really well. It's still a great listen from start to finish. Um, so it's not like it's like, here's one style, right, we're going to do, so we're going to do black and roll as an opener, then we're going to go into straight, just raw black metal, then we're going to go and do some atmospheric black metal. You know, it, it's not like that. It, it's, it still hangs together. It still flows really, really nicely. You can just hear all those different styles within within it, and you can see why they've influenced so many people. A truly great album. I would encourage people to look into the history of the band, understand that, separate it from the music, and go from there. Don't be afraid. Right, Mr. Shrubs. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Right, you go get some sleep. I'll see you at the Another gym. Another hour before I go to the gym, yeah. Yeah, um, and then we'll see everyone next week. <laughs>